Hey friends, welcome to the Victor Marks Podcast with Victor Marks, founder of All Things Possible Ministries. Welcome to the show where we bring you real conversations faced with life's hard truths, stories of redemption, and the latest from the front lines. Whether you're on the road, getting your day started, or finally settling in, we've got an exciting new episode planned for you. So let's dive in to today's show. Well, hey, this is Victor Marks. Welcome to the show. We have a different format today. You know, our audience is growing, expanding, and part of that is trying to help educate everyone to the extent of what we're doing and how we do it. So let me start with this. The radio station, we're on, I think, over 450. So if you're listening by radio, please shoot us an email. Go to victormarks.com forward slash contact. Just shoot us an email and tell us where you're listening from because we are measuring the analytics of that. And radio is probably the hardest. So we want to know where you're listening from. On social media, if you listen to the podcast or whatnot, uh, social media, last week our analytics were we reached 1.2 million people engaged us, but it was like over 20 million uh, got impressions from us on social media accounts. So we're so thankful. So we're on YouTube. If you're listening and you'd like to watch me interview guests, you can always do that on our YouTube channel. That's just Victor Marks on YouTube. So you guys, great to be with you all today. And listen, I've decided to answer a few questions that people ask, and maybe this would be of interest to you. So first question, what drives Victor Marks and what is it that you're running towards? (laughs) That's a great question. That's Javon 0311. I'm sure there's a Marine uh, in that somewhere. So what drives me? Hopefully nothing. And I know we're talking about semantics, but I've been driven before in my life because of my past. And being driven oftentimes is either our flesh, what I consider our flesh, or the enemy. Uh, and a drivenness, you know, it can get next to you, you're wrapping around an axle. What I choose to do is be led by God's spirit. So uh, I think scriptures can prove that out where, you know, the Lord is my shepherd. He leads me not into temptation, right? But he he talks about laying by the still water, going to the green pastures. When you're led by the shepherd, that's more about just trying to listen and obey him. And um, I, I think following him is the payday for me. Whatever I'm doing, whether it's overseas, high-risk work, whether it's hunt down pedophiles, here or somewhere else, whether it's speaking to military guys on base, working with special operations. Uh, Recently, I was overseas and got to work with some active, uh, very active uh, Delta operators in a FOB and, you know, did some training and then, uh, you know, gosh, got to pray for a brother. So whatever it is, and we have many lines of effort, I just want to feel like I'm following the Lord because he's leading me and I'm hearing him well. So I hope that answers your question, Javon. Next one. Do you think all the people who were involved in Epstein's Island, politicians, celebrities, royals, presidents, CEOs, and elite, will ever pay for their crimes? That is a great question. The answer is no, absolutely not. At that level of power and influence and money, you're never going to get everybody. It is just what is a reality. It's, it's the fallenness of our nature. I think people will reap what they sow, and I think ultimately judgment is coming. But that's one of the reasons why Epstein is dead right now, because they had to kill him, in my opinion, to keep him from testifying. 
And uh, the Bible talks plenty about do not get discouraged when evildoers abound because there is judgment coming, and they'll be caught in their own trap. Uh, but pray because this is a spiritual war that we're in, especially when it comes time for pedophiles and evil, wicked people taking advantage of others in that way. So I hope there'll be some, you know, some aspect of judgment uh, here on this earth and justice, but I wouldn't put a lot of weight behind it. What I will say, though, is those people that are doing the same thing that don't have money, that aren't at that level, they're still doing the same thing in every city around our nation. It's not a conspiracy because it's just individuals. It's caregivers, it's uncles, it's stepfathers, it's moms pimping out their kids. Those are real. Those can be caught. Those can be prosecuted. And those are who we go after as well. Every once in a while, there'll be a high-profile person that gets caught, and we're happy that they do, and we want justice. But overall, if we're just hunting and going after pedophiles and sex traffickers, and we're doing the counter work at ATP Ministries, uh, we'll take whoever gets in our sights. I hope that helps you. That was Mesotiz Contreras. This is from I Love Haggis. Have you ever experienced any paranormal experiences? Holy smokes, yes, uh, a lot. From my childhood all the way to last week. Uh, for whatever the reason, God has called me to engage the demonic in levels of prayer to see people get set free. So we've had hundreds and hundreds, thousands of encounters when you start talking about our team and ministry team of praying for people who have either assignments against them or demonized, or you just see the enemy's hand at work. Uh, some of them are very supernatural, uh, weird, crazy stuff. You know, can't be explained other than demonic. And others, it's, it's not so flamboyant, but you know it's there because the person does get free. So I don't focus on the whole supernatural, crazy aspect of it. Sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. We just go right after the demonic through the authority and the power of Jesus Christ and his blood so people can get set free. I hope that helps you. Next question is from Jack's Authentic, and these are people on social media. What counsel would you give someone wanting to pursue deliverance ministry slash heavy-duty spiritual warfare education? I read Dr. Carl Payne's book, and now I need more as a psychiatric nurse, I've learned a lot about anecdotal, you know, uh, stories with people, but I feel this is something every Christian needs to understand and prepare for. Well, I would agree with you on that comment. All Christians need to be aware, need to be educated, understand their authority, and believe that spiritual warfare is real. That's where Christians are missing it and losing it. Back to the just simple basics of, do you take every thought captive? Because not every thought that comes into your mind is actually your thoughts or God's. As a matter of fact, it can be just the demonic whispering, or as the Bible talks about in Ephesians, fiery darts. So as far as education and learning, yes, I appreciate Dr. Carl Payne's book, just called Spiritual Warfare. I think he's a solid read. I have read everything out there on spiritual warfare uh, from who Spurgeon read and looked to, to the Bible, to the Old Testament. And there's a lot of stuff out there that you have to uh, eat the meat, spit out the bones. 
because uh, some of it is some of it won't sit well with others. And in the area of deliverance, like we don't call our ministry the aspect that we do with spiritual warfare. We don't call it deliverance ministry because there's just so many odd, bad ministries that uh, abuse that term. What I mean, I've seen in the area of deliverance ministry, which again, we don't have, but people like extreme manifestations of demonic. That's not what we do. I don't want to give the enemy any more attention than he uh, can get. All we want to do is expose the works of darkness, use the authority of Christ, the blood of Jesus, and see people set free, and reinforce with the truth of God's word. Hey, if you're just joining us, this is a little bit different show today. We're doing a question and answer. We decided to do this because we get so many questions from great folks around the nation and around the world. So you know what? If you want to know more about what we do, go to victormarks.com, and you can find out about our ministry, uh, where I'm basing some of my responses to on these great questions. And then also, if you want to listen to more of our shows, go to victormarks.com forward slash show. This was from Ada Adam 85 What's the best parenting advice you can give for raising boys and raising girls? Well, I mean, that's a loaded question. We have five children ourselves, three girls, two boys. Three of them are married now with grandkids for us, and uh, but yet we still have two teenagers at home. How's that? Listen, I would say this. Be very cognitive and aware that our culture, our society, and this world in general is aggressively pursuing your child's mind. It is a war for their mind, their heart, their soul, and it is driven by the demonic, by forces of darkness. So you have got to be in the world, but not of it. You've got to train your children what is truth, what is not. You have to encourage them to be courageous, to stand against things that would go against our values and morals that we oftentimes find based in the Bible. And uh, again, have a sense of honor for your family name so that they feel part of it and a responsibility And then limit the intake of what they watch, see, anything that can program your child's mind. Nickelodeon has gone off the wheels. Disney is dangerous in some of their productions. It's an aggressive, full-blown attack. And the one thing that everybody can see blatantly right now is that a small percentage of people living a lifestyle that's contrary to what we believe, but if they're adults, hey, they have the right to, but... What they're trying to do is reach our kids, and I'm talking about giving children the permission, the right to choose what they want to be, a boy or a girl. Folks, that's just as backwards as it comes. I mean, look, that's the ultimate perversion of what God created, and God has never made a mistake with a person. So protect your children, what they hear, see, and guard against the influences in their life, including friends. Make sure the friends are right, and um, pray for your children. Pray for them. Love them, and you be a light for them as well. Hey, this next one is from Jedi Carry, which I know personally. Hey, girl, how you doing? Any chance us regular people could volunteer alongside your teams soon? That is a great question, and I would say yes. For many years, because we've worked, 
predominantly with former special operations folks because of the work that we do overseas, the level of risk that we accomplish. You know, we have to train, we train, prepare. We're teams that know what we're doing specific to whatever mission it is of helping either bring hope and healing to those who've been victimized, traumatized, or if even if we're, you know, hunting pedophiles, that whatever lane of effort that we're doing is very specific. And I would say this, we're very professional. So this is what our teams train for and have lots of experience in. So and it's, we're all ordinary. We're all just regular folks, but we've been trained specifically in different areas. However, this is the great news. Right now, those of you who are interested in counter-sex trafficking, you can go online and take our entry-level course to understand really what is counter-sex trafficking. How can you protect your children? How can you understand what's really going on? Lieutenant Colonel Jeff Teagues put this course together. He's our main pedophile hunter, counter-sex trafficking legend. And I'll tell you right now, it is a phenomenal course. Go to victormarks.com forward slash trafficking. Sign up for that course. You can take it at home. You can take it on your phone. You can take it on your computer. But take that course. Will there be other things you can do? Yes, we're putting together small teams in the future to go to different parts of the world where we have bases of operation to help children, to help women. And I would say make sure you're on our email newsletter list. Again, you can find that at victormarks.com. And we'll be putting updates and opportunities for people to volunteer very soon. Thanks for the question. Hey, next question is from Rob Decker. Victor, how much do you actually believe in spiritual warfare? How often do you believe it's man's mind versus the unseen realm? Rob, great question. Well, first of all, I believe in spiritual warfare probably more than what we can see in the natural, simply because the Bible says it. The Bible says what you can't see is actually more real than what you can. And it explains a lot of what's happening in our world. I'll give you an example, uh, you know, of a supernatural event where the demonic was very present. I was in Hawaii, and we got a call that uh, I got a call from a pastor that his brother and his brother's girlfriend was experiencing, you know, some demonic activity. And he asked, would I go pray for him? So I loaded up, went by myself, drove out to Waianae for all of my Ohana friends listening. So went out to Waianae, and it was a, it, sure enough, it was a guy with his fiance, and they were talking about manifestations of evil, uh, really extreme manifestations. Tables being flipped, the freezer refrigerator being, you know, thrown across the kitchen. Uh, she was being bitten at times at night. He was having sores on him. I mean, it was really bizarre to the point where they actually called Honolulu Police Department, HPD, and they came out. They asked him, like, what's going on? He goes, oh, this, you know, bro, all this supernatural stuff going on. So he believed he tracked it down to a tiki god that he had found on the beach and brought home. And he said, I think that's the reason. So the, the cops were laughing. They're like, all right. He goes, take it away. So they literally grabbed this little tiki statue, brought it, put it in the back of the squad car in the back seat, and the door was open. They started talking to him, went back in, talked to him, and they came out. It was out on the driveway. And when the cops saw that, they just said, brah, this ain't a police issue. 
this is you better go find a priest <laughs> and uh and they took off they got in their they got in their car and was gone so he's telling me all this and so i asked him i said look okay before i pray to you know get this house clean of any demonic stuff is there any sin in y'all's life that we need to know about that could actually give the demonic a legal right to be here and do all this craziness and he goes well bro what you like what what you mean i said first of all y'all live here but she's your fiance and y'all aren't married he goes no i said well that would be your first step uh, the bible's clear that adultery or fornication is sin against god and that attracts weird demonic stuff I said, you guys need to get married. He's like, oh, we are. You know, we just can't afford the license. I was like, okay. I said, uh, second thing, do you have any any type of, like, pornographic stuff here, magazines or videos or whatever? And he goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> and he said it so, like, nonchalant. I was like, okay. He walks me to the closet in the hallway, opens it up, and there was just <laughs> rows of, back then it was VHS all these porn movies. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I said, dude, you gotta destroy all that. That, that, I mean, that attracts demons, you know, bloods and all this craziness and perversion. Man, like, you know, chum in the water to sharks, brother. So he goes, oh, okay, I'll get rid of them. So a couple more things. And then finally I said, well, let me pray. He had been struggling very bad with physical symptoms and his mind wasn't working well. So I started praying. And, and I, you know, I did my little prayer, which all it is is the authority of Jesus Christ, the blood of Christ, the word of God. I mean, that's it. The Lord is the one who has to rebuke the devourer and the wicked one. And as I pray, I pray with my eyes open because, well, I've been in, you know, I've been juvenile prisons for 20 years, and it's just good to keep your eyes open. Or overseas when ISIS is shooting at you, I can pray with my eyes open easily. And as I'm praying, this guy... I'm just telling y'all, it's hard to believe, but it's true. Some type of gel, like some type of jelly-looking, I don't know, greenish, yellowish gel started peeling off of his body from up high down low. And I'm praying, and it just, it's like it's dripping, rolling off until it goes down his legs and in a little circle. It would be like uh, Ghostbusters, the, the goo, right? And I never forget, it rolls off, it's it's in a puddle around him in a circle, and he looks at me, you know, he looks at me and goes, brah, see, I told you, that's it, that's it right there. And I was like, well, okay. He stepped out of it, I was like, you better dispose of that. And uh, and you know what, they were set free. I, I remember I gave them, I think it was 30 bucks for a marriage license or something. I said, y'all go get married too. You know, a long time while later, I heard that they actually got married. God did such a work in their life. And that spiritual encounter with the demonic and all that manifestation was so real, it caused them to have faith in Jesus Christ as a king of kings and lord of lords. And they eventually started a ministry, guess what? Praying for people struggling with the demonic. So that's uh, that's one story out of many of victory over the demonic. And uh, it is not only possible, it's more than possible because God says it. Next question is from Francis Colligan, and the question is, pineapple on pizza? Yes. What do you mean? Of course, especially if you're in Hawaii. Next question. 
Victor, what type of hobbies do you actually have or how do you do self-care? Any self-care tips? That's a great question. I would say this. I do have hobbies. Uh, my main one is my family. I love hanging out with my family. I am, this may shock many of you, I'm actually an introvert. I love not being around people. <laughs> and yet people are ministry. So that's what I do. But private, in my private life, I live on a dirt road, on a little ranch in Colorado, and I drive a truck. And I live in a little manufactured home. And we are content as happy as ever. And we look for deer and we watch the grass grow until it's time to prepare, prep, and go on a mission or do the radio show or go to military bases or help hunt pedophiles or whatever the lane of effort that our ministry does. But as far as self-care, I like to relax. I like to chill. Uh, I like to exercise with my wife. I like going on walks. I like I like holding hands in the rain and kicking sand in the... No, you know what? Uh, <laughs> I like shooting. I, I don't know. I just like chilling with my family. Right now, while I'm doing the show, they're actually doing indoor skydiving, and I can't be there, which I'm bummed. But, uh, yeah, I like a good, strong cup of coffee. I, I love to read the word or hear it. And, okay, last thing. I love getting on my little tractor and mowing, putting earphones on and listening to the Bible on my iPhone. Uh, that's one of my favorite. And I can mow and mow. My wife calls me getting all forest gump. So, yeah, the exciting life that I live uh, in my personal quiet life, it's very simple. And I think it's always because I'm just trying to recharge and, and make sure I'm staying normal, if that makes sense. Good question. Thanks for all the questions today. You guys, uh, let me know if this, if y'all enjoyed this or not. It's such a different format. It's such a different way. The only way I'll be able to tell is if that you enjoyed it is if you contact us. Go to victormarch.com. You can leave us an email through our website. You can go on social media and in any of my posts, just leave a comment so we can track. But we appreciate y'all. And whatever you're doing, wherever you are, make sure that you're doing it for the glory of God. Never give up when life is tough and you need to be tougher than some of the craziness in this world. And be a light, just like a plant, that if you give it water, put in the light, it grows and it's healthy. Do the same thing for your soul. Spend time in the Word. Listen to good Bible teachers, good music, and be a light. We love y'all. We appreciate you. This is Victor Marks on this special edition of The Victor Marks Show. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We'd love to stay connected with you and invite you to the conversation beyond this podcast. You can check out more of the work we're doing around the world at victormarks.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all linked in the show notes. Be sure to drop us a comment in the review section if today's show has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. We're always encouraged to hear from you. Thanks for spending your time with us. Until next time.